Oh, winner, winner, chicken, rat dog. Welcome, good sir. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Winner, winner, chicken, rat dog. How are you, man? Dude, hanging in there. Hanging in there. You the, self-quarantining? Uh, I am, you know, people tell me that I need to self-quarantine. And I said, you're getting asked to do this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Are you going to ask me to... Uh, are you going to ask me to, um, I don't know, also drink a beer? Like, okay, fine. Okay. Uh, you had me at hello? You had me, are you going to ask me to have a coffee in the morning? Um, sure. Are you asking me to, you know, just like uh, get ready for the day? Because yeah. I do that every day. Um, and that's, that's where I'm at mentally right now. But, well, no, dude, I mean... I'm happy we're in office hours, you know, the world, the world as, as the world and our lives come to a stop. The one thing that never does stop is office hours. And I'm glad that you're able to make it while we're doing this conference through zoom. Um, yep. Yep. Everyone look, it's really easy to host office hours virtually. Uh, you know, obviously we'd love to have you in studio in, in our office uh, yeah. in, in real life. But uh, one thing that I do know is that we can do this virtually and yep. I know the um, the memes are out there now of all the Zoom Zoom stuff. Me as I'm sitting in my my online lecture for the 18th time today, <laughs> and you got business up top party downstairs. You're eating some macaroni and cheese craft oh, style, a little craft you know, style mac, you, little mac, dude. You're just doing you're just doing you, <laughs> and you're sitting in your bed. And you know what? This is what you need to do right now. This is what yep. the world is asking of us. Rarely, rarely. Does the world go? Hey, yeah. look! I need you to step up and do exactly. something different. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or exactly what you are already doing. If you're like some of us uh, and already, you know, doing that. So exactly. Well, Grant, look, uh, students, you you already know the deal. This is the Office Hours podcast. Uh, we are we're excited to be back. Uh, you know, we're hosting another virtual session here, and uh, we have some great topics today. Yeah, uh, we do go over great little docket. Um, uh, you know, some of us have been tuning into the online lecture series. You understand what we've been talking about moving forward, what we will be talking about, but just know that a lot of this stuff will be on the final. Okay. Yep. And, and I just want to reiterate that the final, the structure of the final, how it will be proctored, everything, you know, is obviously up in the air at the moment, given our current yes. situation with, yes. with the, uh, with the global pandemic, um, mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, thank you for your flexibility this semester and for your willingness to cooperate with the circumstances that we've been uh, that we've been given. So we appreciate mm-hmm. that tremendously. And, you know, at the end of the day, some of us are, are thankful for the fact that the final, you know, is being shifted. And personally, exactly. as a professor here, uh, I'm not thankful yep. uh, because this <laughs> final means everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I am so so disappointed that we're oh gonna have gosh. to find a different way to do this. But hey, look, we'll we'll find a way to work around it, and uh, you know we're gonna learn we're gonna learn something still. Okay, folks, just because it's online doesn't mean we're not learning anything. All right, this is important stuff here. So, Grant, I want to want to just kind of dive in. Uh, are we are we gonna go straight into the coronavirus right now? Or are we gonna? I, I think I think we totally can. You know. I think okay. So this is not really on the uh, on the on the docket necessarily, but I think it's something that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, I think this sort of segues into coronavirus three. Sort of we were talking about here. We like to yeah. give you guys an outline of how the class is going to go, especially now that we're all virtual. Just so yep. you're aware of where we're at and sort of where the class is headed, so it's easier to follow, especially absolutely, when you listen to absolutely. the recordings afterward of office hours. Mm-hmm. And that is crucial. Um, Okay, so I don't know if you've seen the videos lately of people where where they um, where like instead of like giving each other handshakes or whatever, like they touch elbows. Yes, yes, is that, that is. Is that, that not is the whitest the whitest thing you've ever seen? <laughs> Everyone like touching elbows. <laughs> I feel like that's like the definition of a white person thing to do. It's so funny because <laughs> it's it's one. So so a handshake in and of itself is like. It, it makes sense. Like yeah. hands usually like clasped <laughs> together. There's yeah. like a, a proper way to do it. It just feels right. Okay. Like yeah. it's like two pieces, puzzle pieces going in together. Right. Yeah. The elbow, there is no possible way for two elbows to like connect 
And it's like, oh, that's how they're supposed to connect. Exactly, dude. Right? So there's a 0% chance of success, let alone the awkwardness of, oh, I... I thought we were going in for the handshake and then you go for no. the elbow. Yeah. Uh, the like, the uh... viral clip of the, the guy giving Trump <laughs> the elbow. And he was like, oh, okay. Okay. Do All it right. now. All right. Uh, I have to admit that's great content. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the other thing too is there is this sense of like, look, you know, I, I know that we're trying to stop this, this thing from spreading, but right. also at some level, like if you're, you're, you're friends with someone, and you're like, bro, don't. Here's the elbow. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it yeah. just doesn't sit right. It doesn't I, the, sit right. The whole, the whole weenus to weenus thing is just not really <laughs> working for me. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> that's incredible. I didn't even think of it that way. But hey, you're right. You know, that is the 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 what is it? The name of that area. Uh, yeah, it's important that we address <laughs> it with um, the gravity that it does have. Weenus to weenus yep. connection. Um, yep. <laughs> hey, these are the times we live in. These are strange yep. times, but strange times, unprecedented important. times call for unprecedented measures, honestly. So, and, and the weenus to weenus connection that's really what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think that's a great segue into um, a couple things. So, sure. you know, coronavirus is here, um, we know it, it's a serious matter. First question for you is, Alexander, how uh, as a professor in social psychology, obviously, yes. you're about. Yeah people connecting with people and understanding how the human mind works, how different people think and how they react to things and why. Okay. So with that as the background, yes. How, in a serious, like how far should we take it? Like, should we, uh, I feel like they, we have this, okay. Social distancing, stay at home, yep. Yep. self quarantine. Yep. Perfect. But then like come along the exceptions and that's where like, I don't really realize, like I don't get, so once you're like, oh, well, unless I really need food. Yeah. Well, like once you open the door to an exception, I feel like you're entering in territory that shouldn't be chartered. Like if yeah. we're going to take this seriously, then it's either like stay at home or don't. Like once exceptions come in, the, I, I feel like how do, we, how do we know how to act? Exactly. And so there's a couple of things that I want to comment. Uh, additionally, there is the uh, people who are going on uh, their daily lives as normal. Yep. You know, respect to the, the mindset that they have. But right. let's face it, right? There's, you know, when it, talk, when it comes to vaccines, it's like even if like 3% of the population isn't vaccinated, suddenly that becomes a huge issue, right? right? The whole point of the vaccine is that everyone does it and then everyone's good to go, right? right? Exactly. I don't know if it's possible to contain this thing because there's no way that we can all self-quarantine without yeah. some random roaming around right. who's potentially a carrier. We don't know. Right. Spreading it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And how no. do you disinfect every surface? How do you disinfect everything? It right. seems like a bizarre ask. I mean, do the best you can. Yeah. But there's really no way. And then on top of that, like you said, the food, like, let's say I'm hungry and I run out of, right. you know, Pop-Tarts. What, yeah. do, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to have to go out and, like, get, you're going to have, like, you can't. Uh, my thing is, like, should restaurants be closing? Should grocery stores be closing like how far should we be taking this thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, like, and then of course would, would, that, like... would it solve it if everything closed and like no one left like yeah that would solve it for sure but i mean that would be mm-hmm. like uh, that would i mean i think like i'm not trying to undervalue like the physiological and public health effects that sure. ramifications but you know you have to like also take into account like that's like an extreme, I, I don't know even what kind of effect that would have like on our society, not only from an economic perspective, but from like, as you know, like a, like a, a psychological perspective, exactly. like the fact that something like this could have like a crippling effect on our whole system as we know it. Um, exactly. And you it's, know what? It's funny. Yeah. They, they cancel sporting events, but then the bars are open, right? And right. It's like, it's like well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like maybe one or the other. You, can't, you yeah. can't have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. And then, of course, it's like, well, these people have jobs and a livelihood, and they can't just get furloughed. And you're like, well, that's well, also fair and valid. And, yeah. you know, bars aren't run by mega millionaires who yeah. can pay the staff even if they're not working. So, right. you know, it's a tough one. Uh, the stock market's all over the place. Look. Yeah. I think that this is going to what, – what I think the only t- way that we're really going to take this truly seriously as a community, yeah. you know, U.S. community, is yeah. if an astronomically high percentage of people 
get this thing. I'm talking over 50% of the population. Wow. That's the only time people are going to go, okay, 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 we get it. We get right. it. Right. Because right now it's like, what, a few thousand cases across the U.S. and there's 330 million people. Right. If there's like 100 million people have got coronavirus, you know, something yeah, on that that's... magnitude, then right. people are going to listen. That's honestly what it takes, right? Like, yeah. so that's my it's... stance. Buckle yeah. up, kids. It's going to get worse before Buckle it gets kids. better. It, it is going to get worse before it gets better. And I think Not that's to sort scare of... anyone. Yep. Not scare anyone. I mean, you still have to do your homework. Still listen to the lectures. It doesn't free you from that. I mean, no, but I mean, you could do that virtually from your self quarantine. Yep. Uh, and you know what? This is a great opportunity for people to discover what they like to do with themselves, right? Right. So many people I know have issues just sitting by themselves in their own space. Yeah. It's like, well, look, there's so much, so much out there yep. that you could do. Go, read a book, bro. Yeah. Read yep. a book. Read go, a book. Go, go watch a movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be, you know, crippled, not crippled, but uh, uh, forced to spend time with other people is all I'm trying to say. Exactly. So it's a psychological experiment. Figure out how to hang out by yourself in the self-quarantine space. So exactly. Great, great silver lining to all this, right? No, it, it, it definitely is. And I, I think, uh, you know, I think that this – this whole topic of coronavirus really lends itself to also talking about some, you know, some theories we may have. Uh, and, absolutely. You know, there's, there's a couple. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is the time to talk about the intersection of coronavirus and the NBA. But first thing I have to just get off my chest, Alexander, mm-hmm. since when since when did it, like all these like athletes and sports figures be, have like all of a sudden get degrees in public health? You know, like the Giannis is now telling us to wash our hands. And I'm like, first of all, you're you're kind of late to the party there, bud. But also, <laughs> OK, Dr. Giannis, like now I'm going to listen to Giannis. Tell me to wash my hands. And oh, listen my to the God. CDC. Like, come it, on. Man. <laughs> that's it's, it's funny because one uh, announcements that players have tested positive for yep. coronavirus is some for some reason news. In yeah. the vacuum that is the world without sports and sports media. And yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Not that I don't care. Because it's, it's, it's interesting to see who has it. Right. But it seems a bit overblown. Yeah. That's it. Uh, dare I say overblown. Okay. Overblown. Next, next, players that release these statements. One, like Giannis. Doctor. Yeah. A doctor. A master's in public health, apparently. <laughs> telling us to wash our hands. One. Okay. Thank you. Uh. Thanks for the announcement. Two, like you said, right. Am I not going to listen to CDC, but then suddenly Giannis says it? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, that that's what I'm missing. <laughs> oh, right. It just seems like we don't yeah. need these people to like have to step up in these times and become yeah. the, the authoritative voice in the situation. Yeah. You know, not that I'm saying they don't have the space to and that they shouldn't do it. And it's like, OK, right. I'm more than athlete. Like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, we get. But at the same time, but... it's like you don't yeah. have to. You just don't have to. You could yeah, just that's... say, I, I'm, I'm annoyed that I can't play basketball. And, the, yeah, and, and, and just, and like, stay healthy, just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Or like just like stay healthy, folks. Stay, like, stay healthy. healthy out there. You know, you yeah. don't have to. And it's, it's just a funny time we live in. And like you know, the word, the fact that that's a quote from Giannis please wash your hands thoroughly like that <laughs> that's a 2020 quote that we have um, oh please someone if you're listening to this and you have one of these like player public service announcement tweets yeah. and you love it as much as we do please tattoo it on your body and send it a photo yeah. to us because <laughs> that would make my life complete yeah. i i need to see and, and also interview you because your brain is wired away. That's so different than mine that I need to understand <laughs> how that operates as, exactly. as a PhD in social psychology. So look, look, folks, do you don't feel don't feel like you have to be the authoritative figure in this times. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of people working on it. Just sit back and watch the world burn. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's our public service announcement. <laughs> yes. Watch Sponsored your hands, by the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, Okay, so this, this, I think, also lends itself to a conversation I think that you know a lot about. Yes. Sort of what we've, we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we know this is, this is serious sure. and people are teleworking and, and et cetera, 
schools canceled, sports are canceled. Schools canceled. Uh, also, quick, quick little uh, note that I'm going to tag in here, folks. Should we? Should the whole world thank Rudy Gobert for his sort of cavalier attitude about this whole thing? Touching microphones, touching the whole presser. Uh, like, should we? Should we thank him for for this? Which goes into who are the winners and losers? Of oh this goodness. nationally working from home online classes thing. Oh my! Who, who won? Who won? Who lost? Dude, That's... this is a great this is a great uh, a conversation to have because there's definitely some winners and losers here. Um, uh, so a big winner right now has to be uh, toilet paper industry, hand sanitizer yep. industry, uh, yep. safety gloves, Clorox, all the disinfectants in the world, and ironically. I think most of these, and again, I'm not a biologist. I'm a psychologist. Yep. Different, different yep. fields, folks. You know, yep. Take notes there. Uh, I'm pretty yep. sure most of those products are like bacterial disinfectants. So they kill bacteria. And this is a virus. So they're like slightly different things. So it's like, I, I, it's not quite, it's not quite the, the right product to be using. Like hand sanitizer kills bacteria, not viruses. But hey, I'm not yep. a doctor. I don't know. It just seems yep. a little bit like, hmm, maybe we're using the wrong things here, but everyone's like freaking out. I was talking to someone last night, and she took hand sanitizer, I kid you not, and was rubbing it on her body. That is where we're <laughs> at. This is 2020, folks. People are losing their minds, and it is amazing to witness. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that's a winner. Uh, losers yep. right now, uh, you know... Uh, I would say that uh, if you were going on a vacation, yeah. just t- take a moment, folks. Uh, I know some of us, this, this one hits a little bit close to home. Personally, planning on going on trips, going to fun places. It's spring break season. Uh, yeah. You know, nothing wrong with staying at home for spring break. But, you know, you get excited. You plan something out. You get all your dots right. aligned. That's a big then- L, the travel industry. Some people are saying, yeah. oh, cheap tickets. Great. Uh, I'm telling you, look, you don't want the, – the Seattle airport is a ghost town right now. No matter how yeah. cheap that ticket is, it's a different experience, and you can't pay. Yeah. You, can't, you can't lower the prices enough to get that experience back for at least, you know, the next – my guess is like three months. I'm not kidding. Yeah. People are just going to not travel. So that's enough. That's a huge L. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got other winners. Uh, winners right now, the uh, – <laughs> CEO of Zoom. <laughs> oh big, my god. Big winner right now. Uh CEOs of Netflix, it. every streaming service. Uh not TV, but streaming services. Big wins right now. Uh yeah. losers, you know. I don't know if Corona. You're, if you if Corona Beer Company, that's a big yeah. L. Uh if you're a sports player, are you are you happy or are you sad? I don't know. Apparently they don't have to get paid. Oh, which that, is what I'm hearing. That that's which would be great. like very controversial if it actually happened that the yeah. players didn't get paid because of like this unforeseen. And it'll be interesting but... to see. This will be a great, uh, you know, the the classic debate of, uh, um, you know, rest the players, see what happens, or they come back yeah. cold, or they they come back feeling a new newfound sense of energy. Uh, exactly. Give it a month. Give it two months. Bring the people back. Who's going to be hot? Who's not going to be hot? Well. This will be a great uh, yeah. experiment to see. You know, there may be some uh, new new faces that show themselves in the vacuum that has emerged, you know. Right. And you have to think about it. I mean, a lot of these guys who had, like, serious injuries who were supposedly out for a while, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, like, once this hiatus is over, yeah. they're going to be back in, like, fresh. Dude, and is is healthy. Clay Thompson going to be back? Is Kevin Durant going to be back? Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant maybe back by the end of the season, like, Kyrie Irving all of a sudden then you have guys like Ben Simmons who are out like a month he'll be back you you just have all these these different players who Mm -hmm. out of nowhere Mm -hmm. are just going to be back in the back in the thick of things and undoubtedly that'll change the NBA playoff picture which is something that we'll love to talk about if and when that does happen yeah honestly I was was excited to talk about it uh yeah uh, in this office hour session but yeah folks you know the situation has uh changed so, <laughs> needless to say, we're going to have to table that discussion for a more appropriate yep. time. Right? Yeah. Um, speaking of the NBA, there's, I think, a – and, you know, we're not conspiracy theorists. Yeah. We really aren't. I guarantee you. But there, there is some interesting evidence that has emerged. 
That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And it, it relates uh, coronavirus and a figure of the NBA that you need to see for yourself to believe. So everyone knows the passing of Kobe Bryant obviously was uh, a wake-up call to the world as far as what the impact of a global icon has on society writ large. Right. And, you know, you thought maybe that we did a good job. But I think, I think maybe this is a sign yeah. from the powers that be. So if you go into Google Translate, Grant, and, you yep. know, correct me if I'm wrong. You go into Google Translate. You put Kobe in or is it covid you put covid 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 COVID. so uh, we all know that the coronavirus is called covid19 right that's like the specific strain or whatever you put covid into google translate and you translate it to hebrew which is already a language that has a lot of you know history biblical everything you know you know a lot of things going on there uh you translate it to to hebrew and you translate it back covid to Hebrew and back, it translates back to English as Kobe, which is which like is spelled exactly like Kobe Bryant, which is interesting because you know you're like okay, well that's kind of weird, yeah. And then you put Kobe in in English, translate it to Hebrew, go back to English, translates to Cuba, which I'm you know yeah that's a place that has had a lot <laughs> of uh, yeah. chit chat over the last fifty to seventy years, right? Yep. A lot of chit chat, and so you 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 start to think. Well, let's let's connect the dots here. You have COVID, Kobe, Cuba. What does it mean? What does it mean? Right, and you know, as an electrical engineer, mm-hmm. I um, I I feel like I'm decently equipped to understand the inner workings of services like Google and Google Translate. Thanks right. to our good friend Randall Raymond. Shout out to a member of the pod. Right, cheers, brother. Yep. Um, yep. but. What what is so surprising to me about this whole thing is that imagine if the whole Kobe Bryant helicopter whatever thing and coronavirus were there were some way in which they were both somehow interconnected. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I, – I truly want to I, – I feel like I'm walking a little bit on eggshells here, folks, and I see some – kids through the zoom conferencing looking at me with some big eyes saying what is he about to say yeah. now oh geez yep. buckle up crazy professor over here wow crazy professor over here off the rocker again mm-hmm. but you know what uh, what i'll tell you is this i, I, I who knows who like, knows n- nothing's definitive and i what if he was in cuba and what if there is some connection some sign mm-hmm. that he's leaving in cuba Kobe, COVID, Cuba. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, folks. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's something for you guys to contemplate. We're not one to make any sort of. Uh, it's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Too too soon to call, as they would say. Yes, too soon to call. <laughs> There's only two percent of the counties reporting right now, so we got two percent guys. We yeah. gotta we gotta take it slow here, but um, <laughs> it's just an interesting one where you go, hmm, that's that's funny. Hmm. What's what's going on here? So just stay tuned. We'll keep you updated on any revelations that we have in that uh, that space, if you will. We'll keep you in the loop, folks. And and Alexander, I think that you know that ties really neatly into a couple of other topics we want to talk about today. Um, particularly uh, the last, I think, whole, potentially the last thing we'll talk about coronavirus because I know it's a big deal. Maybe some of you don't want to talk about it as much anymore, but it needs to be discussed. Current issue yep. affecting all of us. Yep. We'll be on the final regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to. It, it, it is and, a historic situation. Yeah. And I know we're entering in territory here that's a little bit more racy. So, Uh-oh. folks, please, you know. Just, but as just a theory that's been posited by the most preeminent social psychologists, sociologists, anthropologists, um, historians, and uh, of all sorts, uh, mm. recently – there, there is some buzz, Alexander. It really is that potentially coronavirus is karma for OK Boomer retaliation. Oh, okay. this is what are your thoughts this on is that? Such <laughs> a interesting thought piece that I have been exploring over the last week. Um, look, let's face it. We all know that the Boomer generation was a little bit overpowered, a little bit OP, as they say. And mm-hmm. uh, usually, when there is something that's OP in a game, the developers they nerf it, which means they just bring it back down to planet Earth as far as balancing the game goes, and. You know, I don't know if there's a higher power. I don't know what's going on there. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. But 
as a social outside the scope of this class it's outside the scope of this class thank you very much uh but it is fascinating to see that this COVID 19 stuff is hitting the boomer generation really hard <laughs> and they're everyone knows that they're a little bit op so i i'm just saying it seems like we're getting nerfed with the COVID 19 that's all i'm gonna say and it might be in retaliation for the fact that okay boomer they took it a little mm. too far with the you know the personal stuff Said, wow, uh, you know, I'm really hurt by OK Boomer. Well, we'll tell you something that will really hurt you. It's COVID-19, folks. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. <laughs> so anyways, that's a hot take. And, you know, obviously this is affecting people. And obviously this is very serious. But I'm telling you, yeah. folks, COVID-19 is a nerf to the OK Boomer situation, to the Boomer <laughs> class. And, uh, you know, no, young people aren't getting hit by it. You know what? Honestly, it also is affecting folks. You know, there's a big retaliation against the whole vaping movement, jeweling, right. all of exactly. that. And of course, oh, COVID, all of those people. COVID nineteen is hitting them harder than the rest of us too. So I don't know. Yeah. There's some I don't, I mean, pros and cons to the situation. Look for the silver linings, folks. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy, crazy times, unprecedented times. Call for unprecedented measures. You know, <sighs> so true. Uh, so true, sir. We'll we'll uh, we'll 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 continue to reevaluate the situation as it develops, mm-hmm. and 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 convey to you guys and communicate with you yeah. what we're, what we take away and sort of all of this, you know, as 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 time moves on, yeah. you know, hopefully this is just a just a piece of our past that we'd hopefully like to forget. Of course, um, and you know what? There's there's something that... there's something about forgetting things and and keeping that yeah. information retained. Uh, I I'm going to go on a complete out of left field just jump here because i think this is important yep. and needs to be said yeah yeah folks i'm not an electrical engineer i'm a social psychologist yeah okay <laughs> and some of you go okay cookies you're like mm, yummy good thing but when it comes to the tech side of the world <laughs> cookies <laughs> cookies are those things i don't even really know what a cookie is i'm not i'm not going i use the internet every single day of my life i still don't even yep. know what a cookie is and you know what someone's gonna write in and Students, I see you raising your hand, but hey, just hold on. I, I'm not done yet. Don't come off. Yet. Do not come off mute, folks. All right? Don't do it. Just don't. I can see you pressing the buttons over there. Don't do it. Okay? But cookies are this thing, right? They're on your little browser or whatever. And every single time I run into a tech problem related to some internet website, to whatever, you know what the advice is? It's not close the browser, reopen it. Sometimes they say that. Mm-mm. No. Every single time without fail, it's like, delete your cookies. What? Yep. What do you mean, delete what? my cookies? Yeah. One, I don't what? want to do yeah. that. Two, yeah. where are the cookies? Three, if yeah. that setting is used every single time, why is it not just a button that I see? Like, why do I have to go right. into my, like, advanced user profile settings under the, and like, like uh, you can only search this. It's a hidden feature option to delete my cookies. Why is yep. it so hard to delete my cookies? <laughs> Everyone is telling also, me to delete my yeah. cookies. I'm going why? right now. I, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want it to leave. They don't even cookies. tell us what kind of cookies they are. I just want I'm a big can oatmeal raisin guy myself. Can I see them yep. before I throw them out, dude? That's all exactly. I want to know. Like, what do they look on. like? Who cooked them? Right. <laughs> so I, the whole I, delete your cookies it, it's thing. It's pissing me it, off. It gets the more to me. We talk about it. It, get, it, it just gets under my nerves. Gets in my skin a little bit. I'm like, dude, stop it with the cookies. Give me any other solution. I'd rather do a more yep. complicated solution if I knew it was going to work. Then deleting exactly. my cookies in like a mediumly hard solution and then right. reopening my page and it still doesn't work. It's like, why do you even tell me to delete my cookies? Now I don't have them anymore. Once have yeah. I wanted my cookies? I'm so confused about what cookies are in the first place. That's like the one thing that continues to, to baffle me mm. is like this, uh, like all these like terms of art in the technology computer world <sighs> yeah. that who invented the word terms. cookie, right? Why? Why is it called a cookie? I just like, I, I, I don't get it. And it's also like it. every time you open a stupid web page, it says uh, we're gonna track cookies or some something. You have to press accept. It's like I don't what. Why is this such a comp? It doesn't need to be this complicated. All right, it just doesn't. It's a cookie. Yeah. It, it should be simple. It should be chocolate flavored or sugar flavored or like right. exactly something related to those sweet things that we all know and love. Right. It should be warm. 
and it shouldn't be something I see every time I open up an internet page. That's all I'm gonna say. Exactly. Like, and and why does it have to be something? Why do like? Why does the world have to make something that we like and something that's good turn into something bad? Yeah. Don't don't ruin. I feel cookies. like this happens all the time. Don't ruin like them. now they've ruined cookies for me. I don't want to see it anymore. That I don't. COVID- I probably can't even go to the Safeway and buy no, cookies anymore because no. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. So it's I mean, at this point, corona, like, right? Yeah. Cookies are ruining. It's ruining cookies. all the good things. Gosh. Yeah. Just use a, use it for future tech people. In call it spinach. Ca- call it I like something. Spinach, but call it spinach. Call it broccoli. something. Nasty. Like call it something that's like healthy, maybe or like whatever. <laughs> fine. Like people like it, but you're not like, oh, I'm dying to have some spinach right call now. It like, call it celery. Call it instead of cooking. Exactly. Celery. It's 99 yeah. percent water, and and it's yeah. forgettable. Call it. You celery. burn calories while you're eating it. Call it celery. Don't call it a cookie, man. You're ruining cookies for the, for the rest of yeah. us. Okay. <laughs> um, for all of us, please, please, and thank you. All right, uh, Grant, this is something that I think we need to talk about. And it's yeah. it's another one of those things where, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you go in, go in on your day and let's say you have a friend, someone that you're very close with, that you work with, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, have a, you have a great team. Everyone thinks you're a great team. Everyone knows that you, right. you get results done. But there's this internal strife that's occurring, right? Right within the team. Okay, <laughs> it's something that is kind of under under. You know, people don't know about it, but it's it's sneaky, tearing the team apart. Right? Let's say yeah. you are a basketball player, perhaps right. on a pretty good team. Um, right. Not to name any names, but the San Antonio Spurs, perhaps. Perhaps you're on that team. Yep. And perhaps you're not actually, you know, Grant Professor in Electrical Engineering PhD. You're actually um Tony Parker. Okay. You're Tony Parker. Okay. You're going out and you're 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 right. you're married to Eva Longoria. Great. Right. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Good on you, mate. <laughs> and you have a great friend and teammate and a guy named Brent Berry. Right. Yeah. Good guy. Great, great. I think he was like uh, one of the all time best free throw shooters, uh, if I'm right. Like he was a great free throw shooter, pretty good three point little three point specialist. And you know, Tony Parker is not necessarily a, a three point specialist, but he has a, a few dribbles, good assists. Yeah, a little a little a little floor a floor general. A floor general, if you will, kind of command the troops, uh, sort of a um drive and dish sort of guy. Yeah. And you know, look, you guys are coworkers, you're doing great things, but Tony, yep. you're texting Bear, Brent Berry's wife. And you're not just texting. Yep. You're you're getting a little frisky. And yep. it's going back and forth. Hundreds of sexual comments are being sent back and forth. Perhaps a nude or yep. two. I'm not saying yep. there were. But I'm just saying perhaps. I'm not saying there were, but. And it's sneaky tearing the team apart. And it's incredible to think about how that didn't really get out. And. Yeah. That was so airtight. I feel like in today's NBA, that would have been like. That would have been a huge deal. And you know, it, like, it was so airtight. And it's like, how did that... they keep that so airtight? Yeah. Who, you know, how many people did they yeah. have to like corral into the same room right. and say, look, yeah, no yeah. one's bringing this up. Right. How did Brent Berry's wife not take advantage of the situation and monetize it right. for herself, which is what you see all the time right. with, you know, exactly. people selling exactly. their, their text messages to famous people to exactly. the acquirer, i.e. Jeff, Jeff yep. Bezos situation. Right. Yep. And, um, and, you know, some people might say that Tony Parker sexting Brent Berry's wife is no longer the most egregious thing a French NBA player has done to his teammate. Some people might say that. Yep. And I think they're probably right. I think they're probably right. You know, we, we, first of all, crazy story and crazy to think of the implications that could come from it. If, if like, that had blown up, ruined the team. And this is early on, this is, you know, early to, you know, mid two thousands. Right. I think I, yeah, I don't even, but like, imagine this Spurs dynasty cut, cut, Kawhi Leonard never gets traded to the Spurs from Indiana. George Hill never leaves the Spurs because Tony Parker is gone. They need a point guard. They don't need a small forward yep. who can't shoot. Yep. They uh, everything. The whole league would have changed. The twenty, you know, the twenty fourteen NBA season, different scenario. You know, I heard Pop like Coach Popovich wanted to just wanted to get rid of him at that point because he's big team, you know, team locker room morale and yeah, I am. And, and, and you know, Pop doesn't mess around with that sort of stuff. So yeah. look at that guy. I mean. You think he likes yeah. that? No, he doesn't need that. No, no he didn't. No, need he that. doesn't need, he that. need that. He doesn't need that. No. And so it is funny which, when which you look I, back on yeah. those situations, like you said, and the implications yeah. of what could have been if it had gone right. in a different way. You know, and all the dominoes that would have had fallen differently. Right. I think LeBron would at least have like 
seven rings at this point, <laughs> if that were the case. Because, I mean, those two Spurs losses that they lost in the finals, too, yep. I don't think they would have had. No, they wouldn't have. Like, they without Tony, Tony Park was a critical piece. And, you know, it's like yeah. if Monty like, wasn't I don't think come those off the two losses was a starter, different scenario. Right. Like, okay, the loss to the Spurs wouldn't have happened. The loss to the Mavs, I don't know. Like, the whole league shifts at that point, yep. right? Yep. I, 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 or like his first loss, I, you know, you never know. Yeah, it would have, it would have shown things. proof of concept so much earlier on if exactly if the Heat yep. traded big three, got all the boys in, in the house, and then they went on and yep. won immediately. And you're just like, oh, well, that's right. how you do it now. Yeah. And right. you know how people overreact a little bit. Every team would have tried to do the, you know, the trade shuffle, the free, free agency moves. And, you know, it just would have been a whole different league. It would have. And we can't reiterate that enough, folks, for, for the students here that are listening. You, you got to take note of that. You know, implications are important. Mm-hmm. It's important to walk through the hypotheticals. What could have happened if, mm-hmm. if this, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, we need to know that, yeah. especially in the longer answer questions. We want you to really expound on that so we understand that you really have full knowledge yes. of all the circumstances. Yes. That it's could it's affect critical. Things. And that's, it, it's um, a little bit of the creativity, too, right? Like, you have to understand that. Yeah. Uh, you, you see the situation. You have to be able to to look at it with from a, a, a high view, kind of bird's eye view, yep. but also bird's, bird's eye the, view, the right, right on the ground level as well. So, Exactly. Nose to the ground, mm-hmm. ears to the ground, like Phil. Yep. <laughs> don't sleep on Please Phil. don't. Please don't. <laughs> um, never forget, Phil, the, the and, egregious comments made towards Phil and his, his career. And, you know, and Alexander, sort of touching on your point that you talked about, you know, is this the most egregious thing? That a French player has done now with the Gobert thing, yes, probably. Yeah, well, pretty yeah, egregious. Pretty like egregious. he was. I mean, he was. He was pretty brutal about it. I mean, he's like going around touching all the. Well, stuff. you know, at the same time, we can't we can't criticize him too hard because he didn't know he had it. But it is a tough look. Right. You know, it's like, haha, it's a tough look. I'm just kidding. I'm not sick, and then you are. That's a tough look. You can't have that happen. And now. then, and then take a look at this. Hmm. So there's new research out there that's suggesting, mm-hmm. in good qualified okay. research, this is not fake news. Okay. That that basically what they're saying is, you know, also you look at uh, at the Jazz as like a case study, yep. right? The Utah Jazz is a case yep. study. Say, so look, fifty eight team members, personnel. I understand that they need to get tested more than once because maybe some of the symptoms, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. The first test may have been too preliminary. I understand that. Sure. Let's say that we take the first test for what it is and it as true mm-hmm. and as like how it would replicate itself in a future test yep. that will likely be done in the next day or yeah. so, next 36 it's hours. It's probably, so, you know what, like 99% accurate at this point. Yeah. Exactly. So we take this as a case study, 58 team members, personnel, all people that are extremely close contact with Rudy Gobert. You got to think of the trainers who are stretching him out. Yep. Massage therapists. like The players. Not, let alone the guys. Let, yeah, the players, like, and you got to think, like, also all these guys that he's matching up against, like, he played against Serge Ibaka. Yep. Um Christian Wood. You have all these guys who he's matching up with one on one. Yeah, he's going shoulders, shoulders, sweat. You know, he's face. a physical player, right? He's not messing around. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, like he knows what he's doing. Right. Or the referee that like grabbed him and pulled him exactly. away from the fight that he exactly. got in the day before. So you see all of these people and they're so the the study, let me just say what this so the study suggests that you need sustained, consistent contact with someone who has coronavirus mm-hmm. to like basically get it yeah. and it's and what it's saying is like yes it, it's not airborne that yes the droplets do you know still carry it but that the likelihood of you contracting the coronavirus is much greater when obviously well, it's much greater but like basically they're saying that you know if you like if someone sneezes and it lands on a table mm-hmm. and you touch the table and you touch your eyes or your nose yeah. like are you at risk like yes potentially but like how it mainly spreads is through like consistent sustained contact, which is why we didn't see in the Utah Jazz case, we didn't really see, you know, all like 58 people who were like, it's way more than a sneeze on a, on a, on a table yep. here. We're talking like literally touching him. Yes. Like stretching yes. him out, yes. massaging him, playing against him, playing defense, yep. high-fiving, hugging, whatever, right? Dapping each other yep. up. Like, so, um, but then that makes you wonder. Alexander, please, please. If that's true, mm-hmm. then why did Donovan Mitchell get it? <laughs> like, are they boys or are they like? How close are Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? If Donovan Mitchell is the only Utah Jazz player and you know potentially one of the only members of the entire staff to pick up yeah, Corona, the entire NBA potential. from Rudy yeah. Gobert. Now, 
it, it, it's, it's a thing you raise your eyebrows a bit. You're like, hmm, wait, yeah. what's going on here? And yeah. folks, we don't have the answers. It's too early to call, as yeah. they say. Only 2% of the counties reporting. But it's an interesting trend we're beginning to see yeah. here. Yeah. Rudy and um, Donovan, you may need to just elaborate a little bit about how close your personal relationship is. That's all we're going to say about that. Uh, that's all we are saying. Thank you. So thank, thank you to you. our TED Talk. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk yeah. this year. <laughs> um, um, wait, so Alexander, I, I, you know, we always have this little, uh, you know, personality yeah, type. That, it's, it's, a, it's a weekly uh, segment it, here. Yeah, and and I would love you to elaborate on this zodiac talk because I think it is not only riveting, mm-hmm. but it is Fuck. undeniably true. Yeah. So, the um, hang on. Hello. Hello. Hey. Uh, Hello. Hey. Hang on. Oh, very good. Uh, hang on. I. <laughs> I yeah. Folks, Zoom conference sometimes doesn't work as planned. Yeah. Here. We I have to a, adapt with the circumstances, an unprecedented here. times, call from unprecedented measures. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're back. Nice. I pressed a button. Um, and I was like recording a recording. So I was like double counting. <laughs> All right. We're, a, little double, a little double counter. There we go. We're back. We're back in this. Um, look, folks to dive right into the personality bit here. Um, it's important to understand that look in the everyday interaction with folks, you, you know, you can only do so much, but, uh, there's just some things about you that aren't personality. It's not a personality. It's not like you can't just lean on this thing and call it you, you know, who you are. Right. We've talked about this with, with being tall. Look, if you're a six, four, that's not a personality. Just, it's 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 a thing about you. Just look, we get it, okay? Don't let that mm-hmm. become who you are. You're you're more than that. Exactly. And so there's something that's emerged in the last maybe ten years, and sort of kind of with the rise of social media. I think it's just easy clickbait, you know, easy fun things for people to do. But the rise of astrology as like a legitimate way to communicate about who you are, and like, oh, obviously you're an Aquarius, so this is what's happening to you. Uh, you know, I'm a bit critical of it. I don't really agree with a lot of it. It's interesting, I guess, from like a, hmm, that's kind of funny, coincidence sort of thing. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that have started to blame their who they are, you know, and correlate it with, you know, their behaviors at, solely based on their uh, uh, zodiac sign or things like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, therefore X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to just full stop you right there. Um, yep having a bad personality and blaming it on astrology is not, that's not, okay. that's not a personality type. That's just you having a bad personality, right? Don't project astrology yep. onto that. Don't just say, mm, sorry, I can't control it because of, you know, Venus in wherever right now, some part of the global system, you know, look folks, yep. you're, you're better than that. You know what you're doing, right? Thank uh, you. Don't blame the, the, the minute you were born, and correlate with some sign of the moon as the reason why you can't be nice to your friends. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just not how it works. I'm no rocket yeah. scientist. I'm a social psychologist. And I'm telling you, uh, people were doing yeah. just fine before this whole astrology talk came up. So look, Thank blaming you. a bad personality <laughs> on astrology, you do it, stop it. Don't quote it. Don't think about it. Don't yep. even rely on it as a viable option to communicate what's going on. Just say, look, take some ownership. Be a better person. It's not a personality type to blame your bad personality on astrology. Hot take. Exactly. I don't even think and, it's that and, hot, no, honestly. I, I think that's a great take. And I think also, like, let's not even forget about the people that justify other people, like, in, say, like, for example, like, post, like, post like post facto justification. Mm, so for example, mm. like whatever you talk to someone, they're like, whatever, don't really get along. And then you look at their shoulders like, oh, that's why like he was a dick. It's because he's like uh whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like justifying people's behavior based <sighs> on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, folks, you're better than this. Don't 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 do it. Just don't. All right. Yeah. Just don't. So that's that's definitely yeah. something that I wanted to talk about with the class here today. Uh, look, it's, you know, it's, we're, we're compiling a large list of 
of topics here that you can discuss on the final. Uh, we'll have a short essay section where you can exactly. you know, bring and correlate a couple of those uh, non-personality types together to kind of explain, exactly. oh, you know, how are people operating these days? So I think that's, that's just something that's really, mm-hmm. really critical here. And um, Grant, I think to kind of wrap things up, you know, another sort of weekly segment that we like to dive into, which sort of yeah. talks about human society writ large. Um, now, normally we talk about the bets of the week, things that we like to just keep our eyes on. And the whole global sports system it is, is grinding to a halt. Yet, yet there are some troopers out mm-hmm. there that continue to pre- persevere. Exactly. Play the game. Uh, for the people who exactly are, are and, really and, craving you know, this is that outlet. Interesting times, you know, as I said, unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. And word word that yep. I have on the street here today, yep, yep. you know, it, the Liga MX in Mexico, soccer league, world stops, doesn't mm, stop. Mm. And better the week, it doesn't. They what I'm hearing through stop. the grapevine today, we have the Juarez versus the Tigres. You know, I, I, I I've said this all along. Tijuana has been playing great. Look for, you know, uh, look, look for the Tigres to mm-hmm. come out and play hot today. I think, you know, the low scoring contest, the past two games, we don't, I don't want to, I don't want yep. to harbor yep. on this enough. I want to, sorry. I don't even know what I'm saying, but basically all I'm saying is over two and a half goals. Oh, I see the score going two one either way, not sure yes. which way it's going to swing. It's going to be a hot contested battle. Both teams fighting for a playoff spot. And folks, we, we have entered into an unprecedented era of the pod. And I want to see if Randall Raymond is there to discuss a little bit about what cookies are and what uh and and, and how we can understand them better. Randy, are you there? Hello, hello. Oh greetings. Goodness. Oh, oh greetings, my goodness. Oh, well, wow. Welcome. That's incredible. It's so great to hear your voice. Uh, thank, thank you for you. joining us That's on this awesome. session today. So, uh, Alexander, why don't you ask Randy, who's our, you know, Randy works at Google, specialist in all things related to cookies. He eats them. He loves them. He knows about them. Alexander, why don't you ask Randy what, what the, oh. the, the, the question that is so critical to the podcast today? Sure. So, look, Randy, I have been dealing with some technological issues in my life, and it's related to websites. And consistently, consistently without fail, every time I run into an error, the advice is, uh, have, you consider- mm. have you tried deleting your cookies and yeah. then doing yeah. whatever it is that you need to do? And look, look, I, I get it. Maybe yeah. it's a thing to do, but I don't yeah. know what cookies are. I don't even like cookies. Why do I keep accept- pressing accept at the bottom of a web page to like track my cookies yeah. or keep cookies or whatever the hell you do with cookies? Yeah. What is a cookie? What's yeah, going so on? You cookies, need to elaborate on this. your browser is like saving a file for you. So like, let's okay. say I was going to go log on Facebook, for example, and Facebook okay. has a cookie on like my login information. So next time I go on Facebook, Facebook has just easily logged me in. So there you go. That's, that's the easiest way to think about it. So it, so it just like saves. It's, so you're cooking exactly. cookies, you're cookies every, every time, time you go on. <laughs> what? Wow. You're the chef. Dude. Wow. Well, folks. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize yeah. I had a, a <laughs> master's in, in bakery uh, based on my internet search history. Well, Sheesh. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So direct saves the files or whatever. Saves them in some, some cloud this whole thing space so in, in the universe. Now. It's just out there floating around. Are you, are you part of the conspiracy? Yeah. They have I'm sure they're like, I'm not totally in the loop. They told you. And since you do work at Google, we do want to ask you a question about Google Translate for a second. Okay. Um, oh, so, so we discussed earlier oh, on the pod one. today how we're not say, we're not we're not we're not saying anything that's true or not. We're just saying we're giving the facts and letting the people decide what they want to think. Yes, we're presenting so the facts. If as you we see them. That's all put, put in COVID mm-hmm. to Google Translate, translate right. to Hebrew. Translate it back, it says Kobe. Wow. And then if you translate it back to Hebrew and back to English, it becomes Cuba. We, we're saying, we're not saying that Kobe Bryant's in Cuba, but we're just well, saying, I mean, if you look at the facts, seems to suggest. Something interesting here. It presents a pretty straight line. For working at right? Google, what, what are your line. thoughts on the matter? 
See, this this is wild because <laughs> I actually don't know how Google Translate works. I don't even know if they share mm. our code base. So I work on Docs, so I don't know if they even oh. share our code base. But wow, this is honestly this is honestly baffling. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, wow, I don't even know. What Have you noticed? Is, are there so any risks between Google? Uh, <laughs> there you Translate go. And Google Docs. Like, did potentially anyone on the Google Translate team sex someone on the Google Docs team? And is there a problem? With that? <laughs> as far as I know, no. But you know, I can keep mm. an eye out. I'll be lurking. Mm. You're gonna have to keep an eye out. They <laughs> might be keeping the airtight in first, there. dude. All right. The... <laughs> so another another thought that we're having here. Look. Uh, so have you seen as someone yeah. that works in Google, people are searching things. Have you seen an uptick in search results related to <laughs> zodiac signs and astrology? And can you correlate that with people who are? Uh, you know, struggling to find answers <laughs> wow. as to why they don't have friends. This, this is a question. I have not because... seen the uptakes in zodiac signs. This is in a lot of other stuff, but not zodiac signs. What are we noticing the most activity in now? Oh, well... Honestly, most activity. We're seeing a lot of activity in, you know, coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus upticks. Toilet paper. Huge nah. one. <laughs> <laughs> These are the winners. These are the winners of the, the coronavirus. Google, Google, I feel like, is sneaky Life, winner. Who are the other like, winners? Where do you sneaky go to find winner. out in the, in, in the winner or loser debate? Like, sneaky. Definitely a winner right now is going on. Is there anything True. that, like, makes Google a loser? That Like, what, in what situation is Google <sighs> yeah. losing? Hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. incredible. They found a way to consistently win. Yeah. Anytime something happens, people Google it. And so then they just go there. Or cool. like, oh, look, we have to do yeah. online collaboration. Oh, let me hit up some Google Docs. Right? Yep. Yeah. It's just shameless plug. Wow. Google Classroom. They found a good way to Helping win, man. kids stay educated. Even one working from remotely. So there you go. There you go. Well, folks, you heard it here first from our resident wow. member of the wow. pod and students, technologist, Mr. Realness Rainbow. <laughs> uh, lead technologist well, all right will. friends of the pod and classmates and all so, of you out there listening to another great episode i'm i hope you guys learned something today i know the circumstances aren't necessarily conducive to 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 what we try and teach but we appreciate you for for stepping into office hours today and for taking that time to to sharpen up the mind real quick Yes, yes. And if you're out there and you're wondering what's going on and you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's happening, look, just, just take a moment, yep. take a step back, take some notes, see what people are doing, and then come in next week and uh, yep. just get ready to ask some questions because, you know what, we're here, professors, lead technologists, other bright-minded, uh, like-minded, and uh, you know, generally very yep. knowledgeable individuals on subject matters related. Um, and, and if, you, and if, we, and if anyone has any suggestions on who, if, if you want us to call in a specialist in whatever field, um, you know, please drop that in the comment bar. Send us a mm-hmm. DM. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Yep. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Office Hours yep. Pod. Uh, subscribe on yep. all of the yep, yep, uh, yep. podcasting yep. Uh, platforms yep. out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, we're out there. Uh, just search for us. You know, there may there may be some other people that have they're Office Hours us. related podcasts, Thank you, but folks. they're not quite this one. I'll tell you that much. They're just, they're just not doing it right. Thank you. All right. Have a good week, folks. See you next time.